Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Well, we don't know if we're going to do a one because there could be plenty of other well, that's right, ancillary we, episodes. Yeah, between but if we now. go 9901, then we've got 02, 03, 04. We can do plenty as we, we can want. do as many as we want. Exactly. And they're all classic Adelaide, so yeah. we might have more little well, snippets. Yeah. So then we can do 015, you know, stuff like that. Well, then I'll start. Well, I think you should. This episode. Of Radio Hotland, episode 99.01. <laughs> that zany <laughs> podcast that takes a lighthearted look at the world of local and international motorsport, cool emerging technologies, gar- gadgets, not gardens. Gardens. <laughs> and barbecues. <laughs> Barbecue, garden barbecues. Barbecues in gardens. <laughs> JP, how are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you, Johnny. How are you? Good, good. On a hot uh, Wednesday afternoon uh, in uh, early November. We've decided to slide down the road to the, uh, the col- Colonist <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> Previously it was... Uh, the Colonist. <laughs> and now it's... But now uh, it's the Colonist. Yes, that's right. East yeah. <laughs> Hotel. Um, and they do a little bit of a show here before we go off for a sneaky steak at The Stag, where apparently they are the best steaks this side of the uh, hammock. The hammock or the black stump? <laughs> the black lump. There's no black, black lumps lump. down oh, here. Okay, no black lumps at all. So, yes, and it's nice and cool in here, viewers, because we've had a 36-degree day here in uh, sunny Adelaide. And, honestly, get in here, Johnny. It was a nightmare, I have to tell you. Viewers, no wonder Adelaide gets its reputation as the sleepy city that can't do anything right by all you interstate viewers. What's happened, mate? Mate, it took me, normally, to get from work across to Johnny's, across town, 12 and a half minutes tops. Today, 35 minutes about a 4K diversion, we've had a stabbing. Really? Some kids have had a fight in the middle of town and there's been a stabbing and suddenly everything's ground to a halt. I mean, if there was a stabbing in New York and everything ground to a halt, there'd never be any traffic movement. Was it in a news agent? It was in a news agent. <laughs> trying to get auto action. Well, it must have been. <laughs> they got the copy. I rang up the Hutt Street News Agency today, funnily enough, after your success in getting auto action last week. Yes. And the man said, nah, no, sorry, not here. Usually a Friday, but occasionally a Thursday. Absolute rubbish, because the sticker was their own pricing sticker that they put on it with their own timestamp on it. Well, maybe so they see, flew it in last week. and Or maybe their, their, their timestamp was wrong. Well, maybe. But he's maybe a dill. Maybe like day, day ahead of him. He is a dill, and is it's he? his wife who was on it, and I know the, the dill that he is. Right. Well, his wife answered the phone, and she went off and asked him. Because, and that was the feedback. After... Uh, a little old Adelaide, eh? Yep. So more troubled with colours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's been a week and a half since we did our uh, 99th episode. At, uh, at, at Mount Buller. Trick the folks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't happy. He's gone to London. Is he in London now? He's he in went London. to Bahrain. And in fact, he's gone to London. He just had a little, uh, he just had a little sneaky uh, text to say, you bastards. I'm sure you're having a lovely barbecue and a warm afternoon. I'm here in freezing London and you could have got me on the show. We've already said that we can't have him on for a while now. He's been too 
too well shown. Monotone. <laughs> monotone. It wasn't that monotone at Mount Buller. Nah, because he had the Dirty Donner. Well, and he had lots, lots to drink, so he was very animated, in fact. Animated monotone at Mount Buller. <laughs> Up at that altitude. <laughs> well, yeah, because I forgot about the altitude. Him and George Medici, the only two people that can look eye to eye in the sport. Absolutely. Well, Medici. <laughs> what are you having a drink, JP? I've just got a schooner of pure blonde. And I'm having a beer for a change because I don't I'm yeah, having a Goolwa steam exchange. A Goolwa? Goolwa steam exchange. Oh, you so mean Goolwa as in Goolwa Goolwa up the bottom of the river? No, Goolwa, yes, where the uh, buffaloes right. don't roam and the uh, Flurio Peninsula does. And, exactly. the, and, and the steam train goes. And the river's dry. And the lakes. <laughs> and that's why I'm having something that's not when, so dry. When you said Goolwa, I thought you were talking French cigarettes. Goulois. <laughs> exactly. It just depends where you put the emphasis. There ain't no sharks around. <laughs> Shut up. He's been around again. I had to write something about him just yesterday. Really? Shark Lafitte. <laughs> What's he doing now? Well, he wasn't. He was. He was. He, there was some hereditary. Well, hereditary. I mean, there was some information about a uh, McLaren. Uh, F1 and Le Mans road going Le Mans oh. F1 car that he yes. raced in Silverstone with ah. it'll come to me viewers but anyway meanwhile the steam exchange quite a nice beverage All it's right. a very nice little boutique brewery uh, viewers if you are in Adelaide and if you're coming over classic Adelaide and you have a chance to uh, get down to Victor Harbour which will be next Friday uh, week, week, week Friday um, it's a very attractive be, that'll, place. That'll be the lunch stop. And then if you've if you've had a gut full of motor racing by that time in the day and you've had a bit of a long leisurely lunch and you don't really want to look at any more racing other than just wandering back to town and uh, getting into Guja Street, you could just cruise down to Goolwa and uh, visit the Steam Exchange Brewery. Goolwa. Ex- absolutely. And that too. So well, what have you got, Johnny? Well, mate, I think... It's been uh, a bit happening since um, yeah, now. Yeah, a bit happening. And I thought, look, I might, uh, I might just... Uh, just to start off, I think, with um, the, the, the latest news of yesterday, which is that uh, at IndyCar, on the surface... Yes, I, I mean, at Indy, on the surface, you know what I mean. Yep. They're not coming back. They're not. They've had a gutful. they had a gutful, and um, speaking of having a gutful, who's got a big gut, Alan Jones will be there leading on the A1GP team uh, for yeah. the first of five years. A bit of an unhappy bloke, but uh, was probably endeared to the circuit uh, because he had a bit of a lap around there with his son Christian yes. in the Carrera Cup car, and he, said, he admitted that he hadn't been in a race car as a passenger for a long, 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 long time, and, and? and probably it was only when he screwed up and he took his hand off the wheels and he was actually in a single-seater and he hit something <laughs> when he was the last passenger, but he said, I don't mind it, I wouldn't mind having a go at this, so you go, hello, James, oh, he could be coming back. Oh, you never know. He'd be very breath-testing, though. Could be another time at Rallyer. So I think that that could be quite a good... It's a, it's a good fit, isn't it, the A1GP uh, coming to Australia? And it, it's missed it out. And I think it's a, that's a good spot to, to have it because there's all the carnival atmosphere and, uh, you know, everything goes on up there. I think it'd be very, very good. The uh, Indy Racing League obviously tried to do a deal, but uh, they wanted to bring the event back to March initially, and that was obviously going to cause massive conflict with uh, Clipsal 500 yes. and the Australian Grand Prix. Um, but also, it turns to, it turns out that uh, the date that is on currently it conflicts with the um, 
the American start of the early start of the American football season. So you see, viewers, it Again, doesn't really matter what TV. it doesn't matter about what country you're in. You know, <laughs> there's right. always a footy fuck up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody football has got a lot to answer for when it comes to upsetting motor racing timing. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, I'm uh, looking forward to that, and with the new Ferrari-sounding engines, that's, yes. uh, that's um, going to be going to be pretty good. But had it been a Formula One race there, well, there'd be not a chance of hearing a Ferrari engine in anyone anything other than the Ferrari car because. Uh, uh, VJ Malia, the uh, the boss of Force India, has given Ferrari the flick a vu from right. the engine supply department as a customer car, as a customer car, as a customer engine, and he's um, putting in uh, the deal's been done with McLaren and Mercedes yep. combination. Uh, there, on. one's doing a gearbox, one's doing lollipop, one's doing an oil stick. I don't know. One's one's doing a lollipop. Lollipop. Yeah. As long as it's not electronic. Lollipop. No, not electronic. No, 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 no. Right. And uh, so they won't be having Ferrari sounding engines. So hence. One loses Ferrari, more Ferraris come up. Exactly. It'll be interesting, won't it, when you well, go to the Australian to the Australian Grand Prix. Yes. Be a Ferrari, but when you go to the A1 GP, you'll be going, eh, who's that? Eh, it's the same guy as the last guy. I've <laughs> <laughs> well, got freedom of exhausts. Well, I was going to say that. I mean, you know, one, one exhaust could have two more turns in it than the one before it. Two that more. could change the pitch. Well, they're on a different course. Well, possibly. Well, it's a long circuit. <laughs> I was like that penalty system. That yeah. you, if you if you screw up, then you have to do the extra long track. Oh, I thought you meant if you screw up, without... you've got to put the long exhaust on. No, no, there's a double track. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, there was. I'll tell you. I'm if here. You, and if you're here to tell me. You go the long track, just right. like some places like Brands Hatch. Yes. You've got a long track, and you go if you've been naughty, you have and to the do the long circuit, loop. The short one. Yes. And sandwich there. Oran Park does that too, don't they? They do, but I don't think it would work properly there. For oh no, it could work. Yes, yes, it could work. Yeah, no, it certainly could. Yeah, we come on the short circuit. Yeah. But uh, what's the chance of a, a, of a club sandwich? Or a spot of rain. <laughs> Brands Edge. <laughs> More uppity news there at Force India that uh, Colin uh, Goals and, uh, and, and Chief Technical Officer Mike Gascoigne have also been see-elated um, after a relatively short tenure there. Obviously Jones. thanked and patted on the back. I think Gascoigne came from... Uh, yeah, where did he come from? He came from Toyota, did he? Yeah, I think it was. I think yeah. he came from Toyota. Well, a couple of years and a bit of cash mm-hmm. and off you go. Anyway, apparently the two didn't get along, but they are being replaced by uh, none other than Simon Roberts, who's the uh, the current boss of McLaren Racing Operations. Now, with mm-hmm. a thousand people at McLaren, yep. and, and, and Ron being Ron, there'd be some titles, wouldn't there? Not oh, to be it. won, but to be had on your business card. <laughs> you meant ti- titles and conflict. <laughs> and typeface troubles. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's the bit of news from me. Now, well, that's good now, talking about that, because you're talking about McLaren and moving right along. Because we did the last show at Mount Buller on the Saturday night, we didn't actually have the results from the last race of the Formula One calendar. And we've probably forgotten about the fact that, you know, we didn't do a show subsequently. That's right. And so Lewis Hamilton finally no, got it. not Obama's in. <laughs> no, that's the Yankee election, you fool. Um... But so, yeah, and would you believe it? Two days afterwards, I got the dreaded Vodafone McLaren Mercedes email with a big picture of um, Lewis Hamilton with the pommy flag behind his head, all smiles and sweaty, sweaty and smiling, after the race, presumably. And the merch is out already. Well, look, I think it's absolutely wonderful that uh, that he that, that he's taken out the championship. Yep. I mean, I, and to come down to the last corner on the last... 
race at the last moment in time to uh, when Ferrari were all cheering because they thought they'd got it they did and did they end up with egg on their faces uh, or not uh, in fact, the Ferrari boss, uh, Di Montezimolo, yep. I think, he uh, was watching it and he spat the dummy. And, and, and he kicked his TV set in. And it went bang. And what, you, what do you learn from that, JP? What, what have you observed? What have I Apart observed? the fact that he was in non-attendance. Well, it's, it's about, it, it just comes back to that same old saying, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. No, no, but, but then he, he absolutely spat the dummy about it, kicked the TV in, it went bang, and then went... But I've got another one, and watched the podium, which I very much enjoyed. But what do you make from that? He's behind the times. There's no LCD screens in Italy. <laughs> They've all gone bang, CRTs. Well, that would have been an implosion rather than an explosion. Well, he's, he's another it's a CRT screen. Another, another fault. He didn't, he didn't get his stuff. So there. But then typical, you know, dummy spinning Italians. Well, that's the way they are. Very passionate. But having said passionate. that, having said that, Massa was voted by GP Week magazine yep. the driver of the year over um, uh, Lewis Hamilton, well, and I have to say I agree with that. And if, if a Ferrari hadn't screwed up, he would have won True. the championship he for, for sure. You're for right. sure. For sure. For sure. Many times even. And without uh, no, no, I'm quite finished. But Lewis uh, could won by one point. Yes. To only uh, to having having lost by one point the previous year. So we're having very tight championships going on. Which and is I think Formula One, I think. And now with the, the that's the last race with the treaded the groove tyres. Groove tires, yeah. We'll be going back to different tyres. Yep. Without grooves. Slick even. Slicks. True slicks. <laughs> Real slick. So anyway, McLaren have got the uh, got the victory stuff out, so you can have the world champion shirt in world champion victory t-shirt in red, or you can have the world champion victory t-shirt in white. Well, I don't want either. Well, nor do I. Not they, at that they, price. They, they you know how much they are. Oh, they, what's the, yeah, why bloody, isn't Vodafone paying 60, you? 60 bucks US, thanks for coming. Get out. And even a poxy hat, a Vodafone McLaren World Champion poxy hat, is about $39 US. I'd, I'd probably wear that. But I mean, would I wear the hat? I just don't like this stuff. I mean, no. it's for the plebs. I mean, the, the viewers. <laughs> Viewers. It's for the pommy viewers Rudely, who are yeah. Rudely, to address them in such the, a the patriotic pommy viewers who are McLaren fans. That's right, and Vodafone users. That's right, absolutely. And while we're talking Vodafone, of course, what's happened? That segues us nicely into the V8 supercars and Jamie Wincup winning the whole round last weekend. Well, he hasn't just won the whole round. I mean, like he's he's won the won the Bathurst. Yes. And then he's had three from three at Indy. Yeah, and then three he's had three from three, three at Bahrain. Yeah, and why only two they, rounds to go. You know what? Why did they call it Bahrain? Because it never rains. Is that what it's like? Bar humbug, Bahrain? That's right. It's not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance in the world. Bahrain. If it's a desert, it's it's a desert it has to be Bahrain. Because it won't have any. What do you think of the sexual preferences of people in Dubai? <laughs> I think you're an idiot. Again, still. You've you got to think of these on the fly. You do. Fogues wouldn't think of this. <laughs> as, he, as he's winging his way back. He's in not the winging his way. Yeah. It's, 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 it'd, be, how, it'd, be, it'd be in it. Economy. Oh, what, with those legs? <laughs> He'd have to ask for an exit seat. Well, I wish he would. <laughs> do you hear me? Not a chance. You think he'll get a, get a trip back on the A380? 
he won't be getting a trip back on the A380. And as far as I'm concerned, because oh, that only flies out the US. The AA deal's cancelled. They, can't, that get, they right? can't get their shit together to send. Well, they can't get us a magazine. Absolutely can't. Not only can we not buy one, they can't send them, even though no. they're promising to send them. So find someone else. Too hard. <laughs> I mean, who cares? That's it. It is. It's all over. I tell you. Uh, we've been told. Yes. Before. To, uh, uh, for me not to interrupt so much and that you should finish off on your uh, story about Wincup. Well, who told us that? It was his uh, uncle, Wincup. Right. About Buller Sprint, who was racing It was too, you're right, it was too, he was there too, his uncle. He did quite well, quite well. not, not Uncle Evo 9. That's right, he was. But we had much more fun chatting to uh, Dougie Lehman. He did. After he had his 15 crown lagers. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, well I do. Uh, he's a funny man. Anyway, no, so Winkup is actually riding high at the moment. The uh, the current standing has him on uh, 2,916, which is almost 200 points clear of uh, Frosty, and a good 320 or something points in front of Garth Tander, who had another shocking weekend. Shocking! It was terrible. Prang City, and he even pranged with his bloody teammate, with Scafie, and it was neither of their faults. Well, I think that was, I thought in the last race, Scafie looked like he ran, got it, ran into him, and he was a bit sort of sheepish about that on the interview. But also, well, he was, but he was still grinning. Good racing at Bar, right? Yeah, it was. It's I great racing. It, I thought it was really there was no good. one there to see it. Yeah, <laughs> Did you see the grandstands again? It's I know they're taking it's a long term. I know they're taking a long term view. That you know, eventually the people will come, and they had what's his name, Mahatma, Mahatma Coat, um, or whatever his name is, the Arab guy who was racing. Um, and but he won that Lumina series, like yeah, Lumina CSD, and he well, came out. Right. Lumina is a Commodore, isn't it? Anyway, remember they made him a few years ago. And yeah, him over. that's right. But uh, so eventually they will, get they will get crowds there. Eventually, they want, they really need to start doing package deals, subsidise. They should subsidise Australians to go over there to watch the race. Well, I think they've been subsidising everybody, and all of a sudden, like they're a little bit uh, financially embarrassed. And uh, with their thirty-two cent fuel a litre yes. there at the at the pump, which I saw, uh, they are feeling a little bit uh, sheepish. Let's say about uh, they do eat a lot of sheep, apparently. That's right, they do. But it's it's tech time. <laughs> Munching of chips. Munching of chips, mate. Eh? Okay. So what are we teching on first? Have you got tech there? I've got tech. Oh, good. Well, I've got tech too, but that's all right. You go tech first. Well, just don't steal my thunder. In the next couple of days, yeah. I think we're going to see the new version of the iPhone iPhone firmware version 2.2 and it won't be coming it won't be coming uh, soon enough because you'll notice that when I send you a text that says yes. meet me at the pub and looking forward to see you it turns out saying pub, pub turns into pubic it goes go fuck yourself <laughs> you can't say you that you can't turn auto correction off you can't, I and mean, you've been really been looking forward to this oh, yeah, haven't you? Well, you, you he's been, been hanging getting themselves into trouble he's been sending all sorts of weird texts I've got to tell you I know, and I don't love everybody I've been sending that message to. <laughs> anyway, so that, iPhone 2.2. 2.2 will be coming very, very soon, and probably well, in the next week, I would imagine. What's also interesting is not only will the Google Street View be available on the transit information, because there's yep. now Google, there's a Google app, and the, the Safari 
browser will in, uh, include the, the Google search uh, field on the same line as the URL uh, input oh, field, so you don't have to sort of double click to get it. Yeah. It's going to allow line in audio, which means that we might be doing more things. This might be the very last show. On we the old on iPod. the fifth generation video iPod before we move to the um, iPhone. iPhone. We're going to record on the iPhone. Now, what happens though if we're doing a show, recording directly to the iPhone, and the phone rings? We don't answer it. <laughs> well, okay, that'll be the phone, and I'm not taking calls. <laughs> I guess I'd throw that one in. Got you for a second though. But there is a very good um, application out now, and I can't remember exactly what it's called, uh, but Chris from V8 Central, v8central.com forward slash radio hot lab, who does our show notes so wonderfully, um, will be able indeed. to find out on the App Store, there is a, it's from the same people who did the idea hot tricks, right. and uh, they've got prank callers. So you can have this um, Paris Hilton and Obama and uh, all these different people and uh, Hillary Clinton and you can schedule dummy calls to come in so if you're in a meeting and you go Obama's on the line I've got to go and and, and and they talk to you and you can tell them what you want them to say so you just schedule perfect for a first date <laughs> yeah 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 Anyway, that could, be, that could be a goodie, $3.99. Well, as long as I don't get Kevin Rudd on there, we'll be all right. Oh. What are you doing? Ruining our cr- customer base? <laughs> hey, yeah. I see. Hey, couldn't be. A, couldn't be. He's a fan. <laughs> oh, well, I forgot about that. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> Kevin, zero, zero. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, you're jerking around. So, uh, mate, I have to tell you that... And and you, you and me both are quite surprised that... And, it's very tough for me to say it, viewers. We had to resort to Vista at Mount Beulah's day off to get Beulah, video. Beulah, <laughs> to get Mount the video off. off the Xs 75. It was a cantankerous little sucker. It was. That would not come off properly on uh, iPhoto on either your brand new water carved. 15-inch MacBook Pro or my uh, current 17-inch uh, uh, top of orange me. You forgot the beautiful. Be- beautiful, yes, that's right. But it, it wouldn't work. It Both wouldn't, the exact right. same results. Yes. Hooked it in to Vista. Vista, and it saw it straight away. And and, and the content said, came down. Now, I did solve it down the track by using image capture on right. the Mac, but, but we have to say, viewers, it's the first time ever we've had to go Windows and and. And the, v, the V product yeah. to get to get our shit happening. It's not good enough. But there's obviously a problem there to be doing it on two machines. It's silly because all they've done is made it more complex. So you're listing Apple, you're making it too complicated. Well, there it is used to work iPhone. seamlessly. There is an iLife bug fix come out today. I haven't downloaded it. No, fear I haven't of it, either. Fear of it damaging things even further. I'm quite happy with my partially working Macintosh at the moment. Partially. <laughs> partially. Bit partial. So there you go. That's a first. You heard it here. You did. Now it's all going to be in about being a bit partial. If you're partial to the V8, then we on tech time. And or you, you go back to the racing. Oh well, I, I thought you'd finished. No, I haven't. Are you oh, I was just segueing. I've got tech time well, later on. No, we need to flow it through. People, sit. people get bored if it's all tech in one hit. Off you go. No, it's race time. We're back to racing. Time. Right. 
talking partial, if you're partial to V8 racing and you live in North Queensland, you'll be happy to hear that the official ticket launch for the Townsville race happens this weekend and it's exclusive to North Queenslanders and they can buy tickets from Sunday the 18th of November until 5pm on Tuesday, oh, beg your pardon, from 9am Sunday the 16th of November until 5pm Tuesday the 18th of November exclusively. So if you live in Queensland viewers and you want to go to the Townsville race, you can get your tickets before anybody else in the world gets them. What they're really trying to say there, JP, is that just because you think you're in Townsville and we're coming there for the first time, you're not going to be getting a free ticket. That's right. So get in and chuck your money down where you haven't before and just see how expensive it is to come along on a hot day <laughs> without <laughs> shade. <laughs> a hot sweaty day in Townsville. Sweaty. Sweaty, very sweaty. Okay, so do you want to go back to tech now? Oh, I don't. You know, I've just thrown that little segue in. Oh, you've got the smelly old chumby, eh? No, don't be dirty. Oh, go on, now, chump. Come on, right, well, I'll chumby you up then, all right? <laughs> Viewers, you're probably thinking, what the bloody hell are they talking about? We're talking about chumby. Now, if you don't know what chumby it's is... It's chunky chumby. Chumby. C-H-U-M-B-Y. And com. it is a cult internet access device. Oh, there you go. Not cult. It's overly priced. Three hundred twenty-nine dollars. It is just for what it does. And oh, I don't, what is it? It just captures your little widgets and things, and streams audio, and does a few other bits and pieces. Is it a freaking alarm clock? It's, it's one of those must-have. You know, you can press a button or touch the screen, and it, it'll do all this stuff for you. It's a bit of a Christmas but gift. It is a bit of a for Christmas people who've got no idea about ideas. Well, for people who've got no idea about how to use a computer and they just want to be updated with news and radio and other stuff like that. Um, and it's been released today in Australia by our old friends at Internode. Is that right? Absolutely. And it'll to connect, to your, um, connect to the internet via your Wi-Fi network. So if you haven't got a Wi-Fi network, forget the whole deal anyway. Um, and it allows you to check all these different things that we just referred to. It's got a whole host of widgets that you can check bloody flight times and news and online radio streaming and all. You set up all your favourite uh, things, games online. Um, and Internode are actually the first. I mean, it's it's caught on all over the world, and we've never had it here in Australia. And Internode have actually pioneered it. They've brought it in. They've got hold of it and it's on sale from today. So if you want to check it out, you can go to internode.on.net. No, you can go to www.chumby.on.net. That's was going right. to be the next place I was going to tell you. Thank Sorry you about that. Well, obviously, that is a, a, a clearly a product that would fall into the category that their new content uh, uh, services manager would be provided Yet they don't have a content services per manager, manager, and the, the job's still advertised. They can't get back well, to you. Well, there you go. Dickheads. They can't get back to you. They, can't they already looked at your application and went, well, too we extensive. don't want him. We only want so, to pay 30 that's grand. Right, exactly. 20. Well, not that I was looking for. We want sure. a young kid out of uni, thanks. Yeah, but they yeah. want us to, well, I wanted me to tell them everything. Listen, <laughs> could you please tell us, outline your strategy for moving our business forward in the next three months? I go, what? You haven't even hired me yet. You but it's a fishing exercise, Johnny. Fit. They want to get your ideas. 
I can go to Shimano. Yeah, I can say, no, you can't that. have the job, but we'll take your ideas. Thanks very much. You go to Shimano and Maritimo, and they'll be fine with that. Exactly. Bill Barricotta, he'd be happy to look after them. Up there with Russell. Barricotta cheese. <laughs> Like it runs those big offshore powerboats. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, Bill Ferry. Right. There you go, Cash. <laughs> yes, right, okay. So that's that. Moving right along. And, uh, well, um, yes. Uh, Hamilton says, which we forgot, that he's going to stay with McLaren for life. For life. Now, that's a big call. That's a, that is a very, very sweeping statement. It I is, isn't it? Which, which, it which, is. which, which means he could either be up for massive misfortune yes. in the health department. <laughs> oh, oh, no, don't we? hope oh, not. Yeah. We hope not. <laughs> or, or, he's, like or, he, or he's going to eat his words. True. There'll be a bit of a or, poo-poo. He's going to drive for five years and he's got his eye on Ron's job. But he's got too much. Oh, no, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more of a shave down, he'll be right. Ron's job. Well, Ron's got to retire sooner or later. They wouldn't be handing it. <clears throat> no, you never know. Stranger things have happened, Johnny. Strange things have happened. Um, in his fourth year of racing, can you believe it, that Bruno Senna is actually testing a, a Honda Formula 1 car? Um, which won't be any faster than the current car he's driving in the other category. It won't be any faster than the car his father drives. At, at Barcelona <laughs> next, next week, 18th and 19th. So uh, we'll see what's, what's going on there. And, uh, and Takumo Sato is, uh, is, is also back. He's, he's got to be the biggest bouncing ball of I Formula reckon. 1 ever. Um, he's and, like uh, Dave Nelly Melba. Of car racing. Yeah, of Formula 1. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you think he's gone, he's back again. Well, I never thought of it like that. You know, um, yeah, he's going to uh, uh, Scuderia Tosso Racing. Racing and um, uh, Catalonia. And uh, the reason why they're doing that is because, you see, he's got quite a lot of uh, influence in, in, in Japan. And, yeah. and I think that Red Bull is struggling to, to, to break into the markets there. So it'll be interesting you to think see. it's, it's a, a strategic marketing exercise rather than a strategic driver exercise i think it's def- absolutely and i think they could cut out the middleman quite significantly by getting him to come and test one of the old what should what speed should you drive driving machines at the pub now, viewers do you remember you used to, it was a, a box with yeah, a piece of wire a thick piece of wire that went from one side of the box to the other with a, a with a, lots of bends a, and a, twists a, yeah, and curves like, like and mountains. Yeah. With a with a cable yep. uh, with a red handle and an eyelet that managed to slide go through the, the And you had to move the thing all the way around the doodad without touching. And if, if it, you did it went and all your mates at the bar went, ah yeah pissed. That's right. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a because I've actually got one here. Test your nerves, eyes and reflexes. That's it. Driving test with a quite a nice typeface I might add. Oh, and the picture of the yeah. car looks um very much uh, akin to uh, Buddy Holly's sort of uh, vehicle. Yeah it does looks about fifties doesn't it? Yeah. Not probably that came uh, to, probably not that, geared up to take pennies as well. Not that he came to a uh, uh, mishap in No, he didn't. Car. It was a plane. It was. That's right. It would be the Dean. The Dean was in trouble with cars. Yeah, Dean was definitely car trouble. Those bloody Porsches. And I think I'm just about out of information. Oh, you're of kidding. Out of everything. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm just checking what I've written oh, down here. Viewers, he's got a very uh, oh, no, comprehensive got... but short list today. I, I have a short, short list in the last couple of days. It's tech time again. The, um, that someone's come up and uh, built themselves a nano, a 10-inch nano MacBook. It's, uh, it's based on the, um, on the Atom 1.6 gigahertz uh, uh, processor running 2 gig and 320 uh, mega RAM. Um, weighs 2.2 pounds and based on a, a MSI W100 little mini laptop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, more information about that. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, yeah, Chris. That's very on good. MacRumors.com. And actually, there's a picture of it sitting uh, on top of uh, the um, MacBook. Right, to show the how small it is. And in a further. Yeah. Um, Netbook development? No, no, as a, 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 a meshing together meshing. of or right. or gnashing, gnashing. A colliding of technologies. Colli- and motorsport. And motorsport, right. Yeah. <laughs> Apple is um, <coughs> basically going to put carbon fibre asses on the MacBook Air because they feel that it might save uh, uh, 2.3 grams and uh, add extra rigidity because the cost of aluminium's going up now that they've yeah, mastered all the water, yeah, exactly. the watering technology. Yep. Silly. Well, there you go. But the guys, out, guys in Australia here who export Borksite will be happy. Borksite? From Weeper? Yeah, that's, you know, uh, where the, the pointy raw, raw material for alum, aluminum, as our uh, minum, 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 septic friends like to call it. Over to you, JP. Over to me? Okay. Well, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about something that I meant to talk about a few weeks back and forgot all about and then I rediscovered. There's a car in the UK, a kit car available, called a Murtaya. How do you spell that? M-U-R-T-A-Y-A. You can actually go... The, the mob that's uh, flogging it off is um, Adrenaline, with an E on the end, motorsport.co.uk. But there is actually a Murtaya.com website that's been put up by a guy who's actually ordered one from the States and uh, he's waiting for it to all arrive. But it's an incredibly clever concept whereby they've got a, uh, a space frame chassis with a, um, a composite body on all the running gear from a WRX or a WRX it STI. A bit... So you've got four wheel drive, you've got turbo power, and you've got fantastic power to weight ratio. And um, they're quite in times, for what it's worth, of the basic road going model. Uh, 0 to 62 miles an hour, which is 0 to 100 in our language, uh, 4.08. It looks like a cross between an MX-5 and a Lotus Elan. It does, and the back end looks really Lotus-y. Right. Anyway, you can have it, viewers. If you've already got the <laughs> yeah. WRX running gear and you want to bolt it all together yourself, for a mere 11,500 pounds plus VAT. What's that, $25,000? Thirteen thousand five hundred and twelve pounds fifty, in fact, including VAT. So about thirty grand. Um, so if you can find, it was originally based around the ninety nine two thousand model, which you can probably pick up for about twenty grand. So for fifty grand, you could have a pretty shit hot, spunky looking uh, little sports car. So definitely go uh, go online and check it out. It's worth a look, and uh, there's a, quite a few reviews about it now, where it's been driven in the states. Um, and I'm not sure, I couldn't find any English reviews, but I didn't spend a lot of time researching. But it was just something that caught my eye uh, a few months back, and um, I meant to talk about it, forgot all about it, and I dug it up again today. 
So there you go. Next week's Classic Adelaide. It is. Hooray. And um, we were going to do it, but we're not. Because well, you don't know that yet because you're still hanging out for one final word. Well, yeah. well hang out. But we can't be running into the Cooper's car, so we'll have to just see uh, whether the uh, this new um, interested party comes to the comes to the party. The party. The party. Interested party party. But we'll definitely be having a party. And, uh, and you and I, are, otherwise, will be on... Uh, on well, we're on media duties Media as duties, so We've thanks to our uh, good friend Chris Nixon. Nixon. Yep. <laughs> snap. Snap. <laughs> snap. Snap. Double snaps. Snaps. <laughs> like a snaps. <laughs> so? So we'll be uh, uh, travelling around the countryside. As we usually do. And from um, Thursday through till Sunday. Being silly, doing uh, shows in the car. But yep. uh, if we get a little... Uh, conceptual gig approved we might be doing lots of media for all sorts of people and getting paid handsomely well that'll be uh, very nice make a nice change to actually be paid handsomely and uh, Mark Bryant who uh, uh, said that uh, he He would not be able to I can't afford it I've got too much work and I went oh well that's a pity and he he goes so so, we'll see you on the the Friday morning and we'll pick you up at the airport he goes yeah that's right at Gurdjie Street on Friday night I can't be going to that I can't be going to that of course you can't but But you will but he'd be there he will well that's what he does I had a, um, a Facebook request, a friendship request this uh, week from a, a Jimmy Thruster. And I thought, who the hell's Jimmy Thruster? I don't know Jimmy Thruster. I yeah. That picture, I couldn't tell who it was. It just didn't look very carefully. So I went, do I know you? Anyway, it came back and said, it's me, you idiot. It's James Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Thrust. Yeah, he's under the radar. And, and he's under the radar. Well, you've just blown his cover now, though. Oh, he's not yeah. under the radar anymore. But his pictures there. Is Jimmy Thruster will have bloody five million people well, queuing up to make friends with him now. Anyway, oh, now, don't be like that. He, yeah. he took me for a spin around Malala. Yeah, he's a lovely he's bloke. A lo- how do you know that? But he's not that lovely. And I was in PB's racer at the time, if you remember rightly. Well, you've got a photo of that oh, somewhere. I do have a photo of you in yeah. PB's racer. But, but you never bloody sent me a but copy. He, he <laughs> been lurking. But he, he, he is a bit of a so-and-so because I just, he said, what are you up to? I went, Barbo, and did all the pleasantries about business. I said, you know, I might even be, I might even be thinking about coming and moving out to Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, oh, seen the light at last, have you? Gee, has got a bit of sense in your head. Is that but what he, he said? said? But then Cheeky again, bugger. he said, there are some damn fine females over in Adelaide, I often oh. come across for a bit of action. Oh, in Thruster. Thruster's on it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so now you have to check out his friends on Facebook. He's just not, not, not over so here just to deliver Gary Baxter's fee. Thruster, mate. Thruster. James Rock. Oh, dear. Thanks for listening, James. So, no, so I'm looking forward to the weekend. Right. Now, viewers, if any of you are... Um, local to South Australia or you're coming over for Classic Adelaide Saturday lunchtime Macclesfield absolute must Macclesfield Hotel look out for the dogs on the barrel that's it Rusty Sausage will be on the barrel is it the Three Brothers Arms? no it's, it's not the other one it's not the Macclesfield it's the Hotel Three Sisters Legs that's right Three Brothers Arms is the other side of the road that is the side that everyone comes wine in or whatever but Volta 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 Weinberg won't be back no he wasn't here yeah, last year. He wasn't. Well, maybe he will be back, because they needed a bit. Well, they do, and now the, the, all the Ferraris are going to be here. Now, it's Ferrari year again this year, viewers, just in case you hadn't caught up with that fact. So there will be lots of very expensive Ferraris. Another little bit of local information, credit where credit due, is that Mike Drew's son, Tom, has yes. uh, tested a, uh, a Panos um, uh, 
Esperante L1 lights car this week and uh, whilst it's very very different to his existing uh, L2 car because it uh, required you know a um, a heel and toe sort of approach. He, he adapted to it very well, so he's sort of looking at options. So he might be moving up to the top uh, class of, um, of IMSA lights. But I think the guy's has done a, a wonderful job in, uh, in in getting as far as, oh, he, as he has this year. Happy, happy, happy. Ten wins out of twelve races. He's done exceptionally well. Well. I reckon we're just about out of things to say now, Johnny. Well, we don't want to be having long shows. Well, we don't, don't because we we we're still working our way up through the 90s, the 99 points. And we've got a, probably a couple of shows to go uh, while we're at Classic Adelaide, you know, doing the in-between uh, in between special stages or whatever. But what we must say is a little bit of barbecue time, barbecue time, because I found out today that there's some great uses for old Macintoshes that you just, you're just not much use anymore. Is that you right? You can make a really good USB-powered barbecue out of them. A USB-powered yep, barbecue. Listen here. Now, of course, forgetting the financial implications of this move, that take a perfectly good G5, or, <laughs> G5. <laughs> G5 or, or, or the current whatever it is now, well, or G5, the previous you need ones. USB with a G5. You just, just plug it into the mains no, and disconnect the fans. It'll get no. hot enough in no time. I know, but you've <laughs> got to do it. The tri- it's a USB barbecue. And so this gentleman has decided that he went out and bought six five-port USB cards and put them in his PCI slots and yep. then wired it all together, and he was able to create himself a small... Slightly warm meal. <laughs> Slightly warm. <laughs> but having said that, it, it did seem a little bit dangerous. So don't try this unless <laughs> you've be. got your USB fire extinguisher standing by. <laughs> and, it had a, and it had a carbon fibre door. So I mean, it's the collision of motorsport barbecues so, and technology. So can you give uh, Chris from V8 Central a link to this? Chris, so you'll be able to find that on Engadget or Gizmodo. Um, off you go. USB barbecues. USB barbecues. Well, talking of barbecues, I got an email today, funnily enough, and it was about this guy. I'm, I'll, I'll send it to you tomorrow because I only got it late this afternoon. And this guy heard a buzzing noise. He went to he went to unwrap his Barbie, which had the nice cover on it. You know, it was the hooded barbecue with the with the wings out the side, and he had the big cover. And um, he went to unwrap it, ready for summer to start cooking again because it'd been wrapped up all winter. And he heard this buzzing, and he'd seen a few bees about, so he thought. Hmm, this could be a bit nasty, could be a few bees in here. So he got one of these Mortine bombs, connected it to a long leaf rake, set it off and shoved it underneath the barbecue cover. Well, apparently he ran like crap because you could hear the, the mad buzzing noises going absolutely bunter under the barbecue cover from about five metres away. Robin's Veterinary Clinic? <laughs> It's even more. So then he's got photos of taking the cover off. They must have been going bunt to these bees. There was a pile of them about 20 mil deep on the floor underneath the barbecue. And all these bits of honey and honeycomb and everything else all hanging down from the doodads. Unbelievable. A nasty experience. So one should check underneath their barbecue, uh, under the cover, uh, when the, uh, the quieter months of the barbecue season are upon us to make for sure that no bees have started and in there. once the bees are gone extra Absolutely. chocolate and that's uh, extra chocolate violet crumble honey <laughs> I did actually see that you did and in fact it came to me from three different sources all the day so it must be doing the rounds it must be doing the rounds and it must be today must be barbecue day for that and there you go is that it 
That's it, except I've got a joke to finish. Oh. All right. I haven't had it. You know, viewers, isn't it funny? The internet age, you never hear a new joke anymore. They're all recycled and they just do the rounds and they get rewritten and then you don't hear that same joke again for about two years and then it comes to you in another email from somewhere else and someone's read it and for the first time and they think it's funny. This has been the story of my life for two years. And yesterday I got one that I hadn't actually hadn't seen before. And it just tickled my fancy enough that I thought I should read it out on air. Is it a longie? It's not that long. It's about... Um, okay. It's joke time. Oh, there you go. Crowd around viewers while Uncle JP tells us a new I'm going to read it word for word because I think it's very well written. Thank you. As the bus stopped and it was her turn to get on, she became aware that her skirt was too tight to allow her leg to come up to the height of the first step of the bus. Slightly embarrassed and with a quick smile to the bus driver, she reached behind her to unzip her skirt a little, thinking that this would give enough slack to raise her leg. She tried to take the step again, only to discover that she couldn't. So, a little more embarrassed, she once again reached behind her to unzip the skirt a little further, and for the second time attempted the step. Once again, much to her chagrin, she could not raise her leg. With a little smile to the driver, she again reached behind to unzip a little more, and again was unable to take the step. About this time, a large Texan gentleman who was standing behind her picked her up easily by the waist and placed her gently on the top step of the bus. She went ballistic, turned round to the would-be Good Samaritan and yelled, How dare you touch my body? I don't even know who you are. The Texan smiled and drawled, Well ma'am, normally I'd agree with you, but after you unzipped my fly three times, I kind of figured we was friends. <laughs> And on that note, viewers, good night. Good night.